I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome back to Finding Myself. Tonight, I've got a great episode for you. So before I get into the episode, though, I'm going to let you guys know, having a little bit of technical difficulty, so you might hear some imperfections that we're not used to, but that's okay. We're going to go ahead and roll with it. So with that being said, I want to introduce you to my guest tonight, Rachel Strait. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? Hi, Meredith. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So to give you a little bit of background, Rachel and I have known each other about five years now. Um, We are mommies. We were first-time mommies together, and we met in a mommies group. So in this mommies group, we've kind of talked about some different mommy things, but we've also talked about ourselves. And Rachel has always been that kind of modern corporate mommy. You find that funny? I do. Well, you were like, you have the intimidating job. Um, I don't think it's very intimidating, but I guess it is to other people. <laughs> I just remember us going out for the our first mommy's night out. Yeah. And you talking about what you do, and you're just very confident and like, this is what I do, and you just kept talking, and... It was something to me that was very modern, that was very now, and I wasn't used to that. Can you kind of tell people what we're talking about, what you do? Yeah, sure. So um, I work in Insights. Uh, So I've worked for a couple of different CPG companies or consumer packaged good companies, um, Hershey, Mars, and now I work for a data and technology company called IRI. And so what I do is I look through, you know, a lot of data and information um, and try and find trends and opportunities. And it's a lot of work and dealing with a lot of retailers and things like that. But it's a lot of fun. It's where my passion is. It's always been, you know, numbers and understanding what people, why they do what they do. Which that's so, like you said, trends. That's so, like, modern. (laughs) I remember that night when we were out, you talked about um, Hershey's being sold on Amazon, that Amazon went into the grocery business, and how do we get people to add Hershey's, like a bag of Hershey's chocolate to their cart when they're shopping online? In the grocery stores, we have it figured out. You have your candy aisle. You have the candy right there by the registers, but how do you do it online? And I was like, wow. That blew my mind. Yes. Well, it's hard because if you think about it, like um, groceries or, you know, candy, so to speak, it's not really top of mind when you're shopping online for, let's say, shoes or headphones or, you know, toys for your kids, whatever it is. So, I mean, usually in a store, you'll smell it or you'll see it and then you'll want to buy it. But when you're online, you don't really get those senses, right? You just can visually see. So you have to pop up in some way, shape or form for somebody to be like, oh, yeah, M&Ms. Let me add that to my cart, you know, because, you know, it's my daughter's birthday in a month. I'm going to need those. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's a whole different world when it comes to online and shopping. Yeah, so that, to me, just was very, like, 
new and modern and you were in this corporate world doing this really interesting stuff. So to me, it was kind of like, ooh, a little intimidating. <laughs> I try not to be intimidating, but people often say that I am. And I'm like, really? I, you know, I try to be down to earth and, <laughs> you know, very like high friendly, but I, you know, I guess it, it can be. And I mean, as a kid, I can understand because what my dad did and you know, the people that he was around, it was intimidating at first, but you work, you know, you, you read people's body language and I've always been able to be a good reader of people like, Hey, does this person like kids? Or, you know, is this person going to want to talk to me? Cause you get that vibe. Are they like arrogant or, you know, are they going to be friendly and open up? And, you know, definitely at the mommy's group, that was one thing where it was like, you know, I'm looking for friends that have moms that will talk to me and we can share advice and things because I have no idea what I'm doing. You yeah. know, yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> yeah I'm going with the flow every day with my kid. Like, is this right? Is this not? So, I mean, yeah. So it, it's all about just understanding the room and under like people's visuals body language those types of things so yeah I mean if people it can be intimidating but if you look beyond the title you know if somebody tells you oh I'm a vice president of sales yeah that's intimidating <laughs> but if you even say that and they're just like hi I'm John Smith and you know I work for I don't know I'll make it up Joe's shop and you're, you know, you have no idea what he does. You don't necessarily get intimidated by him. Right. So, yeah, I guess a title and being in the fancy smancy, working for a fancy smancy company like Hershey gets intimidating. <laughs> it's not meant to be. But hey, a school counselor can be intimidating because you might walk into there and they're going to be like, your kid's horrible. So, I mean... You never know. Oh, oh, well, I won't say that. Okay, I won't say that. But but Rachel's kind of introducing what we're going to talk about today and why I wanted to sit down and talk with her. So Rachel and I had an opportunity to be at a book group together. She's also a listener of this podcast. She's also been a part of our book group from Rachel Hollis's book. Um, so she is a contributing participant to this at uh, the Facebook community that we have. But in, in this book group that Rachel and I recently participated with, she had a lot of great insight about body language and confidence. And I really thought that she would be a great guest to kind of talk about that. I listened to her talk about it, and she really seems to know what she's talking about. So I kind of, you told a story at this book group and kind of talked about your knowledge and background. Would you share it here? Yeah, sure. Um, so a couple of years ago, I was in a role, you know, maybe a little under a year. So I'm working on a team with these experienced Shopper Insights folks that have been doing it for 10 years, five years, and they know their stuff. And here's little old me, I've only been doing it for a year. And, you know, we would have different meetings and stuff like that. And one day, um, my director at the time during my one-on-one -on -one session with her said, Rachel, I'd love for you to go home and watch this TED Talk by Amy Cuddy um, because I really think that if you watch it, you know, 
it's kind of like homework for you. Take some kind of perspective and, you know, reflect on it and then come back in and let's kind of talk about it. So I'm like, okay, I, don't, I have no idea what this TED Talk's going to be about. She didn't even tell me what it was about. So I'm like, okay, so I went home, I watched it. You know, it's called Your Body Language May Shape Who You Are. And while I was watching it, it was really interesting. She was talking about like the imposter syndrome and she had like a concussion and she took a long time to like get into the school. And when she was at Princeton, she kind of felt like, you know, I don't deserve to be here. I shouldn't be here. Um, And so I kind of was like, okay, well, I'm sort of feeling that same way. You know, I've only been in this role a year, but meanwhile, I've been working for this company for 10 years. I know, you know, the category, I understand various things, but I was letting kind of that lack of experience get to me and get to my confidence. So while watching the video, she talks about how doing this, I think it's like a Wonder Woman pose is how she refers to it. Put your hands on your hips. Um, And then you just feel more like powerful or confident in yourself. And I was like, you know, I guess I should be doing that because I didn't realize it, but I guess I was like retracting in my seat and sort of coming across as timid and really unsure of myself. Um, So after watching the video, I was like, wow, like I didn't realize my body language was reflecting how I feel but then other people kind of feel that way about me. So I think you kind of mentioned that you watched it too. Right. Um, and so, you know, so now I always kind of go to the bathroom before a meeting or a presentation that I have that I'm really going to be speaking a big a bit. And, you know, you can do this like V pose, like you put your arms up in a V or you can put your arms on your hips. And it really makes a difference. And I say to myself, you know, Rachel, you've got this. You know what you're talking about. You're going to do a great job. Don't be worried about what people ask you or anything. Just own the room. And I do that, you know, for a couple of minutes. And then I go into the room and, you know, everything is fine. You know, it's okay. It kind of gets that nervousness that I get. Um, Like it kind of washes it away. Yeah. Um, so I would really kind of give that advice because, you know, the last thing I want to do is I've done all this work and then just come across as like, I don't know what I'm talking about because no one's really going to want to do what I'm saying or feel that what I'm saying is honest or the truth. And, you know, that just kind of, I lo- you lose all lack of credibility. Right. And the last thing you want is an insights person. So I mean, it's, it's good advice and I still use it to this day because that was 2015. So, you know, we're 2019, almost 2020 and I'm still applying that. Right. I, I listened to that TED talk and I thought it was a really good TED talk. You know, it was funny. It was heartfelt, you know, had a good story. I know at the time when that TED Talk was released, there was a lot of funny things that were said about the Wonder Woman pose and right. a lot of different memes. Um, but it's it's really true when you put yourself in a more powerful stance or posture, you feel that way. You, ha- you have no other choice but to feel that way. And I know 
Um, some people say fake it till you make it. But I yeah. really, I don't like that. I used to jump yeah. onto that. But I really think it's practice till you make it. Yes. So, you know, going, like you, you're you doing some of that practice before you get out there for your presentation. You're standing there. You're talking to yourself and saying you've got it. It's practicing it so that when I'm out there, I've got it. Yeah. So I, I really, I really like that TED Talk. So I appreciated you bringing that up. I yeah. went, I went and looked at it and it, it made me, it made me think because in my line of work, being a school counselor, I am attuned to the body language of the shrinking yeah. and the individuals who want to take up little room because they don't feel like they deserve their full room. But I don't take note necessarily of those confident poses. Right. I'm more attuned to looking at those problem poses. And I'm sure that's the same thing that my director was seeing, where she's seeing everyone else in the room kind of talk, you know, and bring ideas to the table. And then she probably was seeing me, you know, hovering over in my seat because I was kind of like, well, you don't want to say something that's dumb or stupid. You want to come across as like, you know what you're doing. Um, And, you know, some of this stuff can be intimidating when in any situation you have someone that's just well experienced. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't really like the fake it till you make it comment. It's, it's almost kind of like fake it till you believe it. I think it is even something that Amy had said it in the Ted talk. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all about if you believe in yourself right? and it's definitely going to come across that way. So like, you know, being a new mom, if you feel like I'm, I'm going to fail at this, I'm never going to do this. If you keep saying that to yourself, yeah, that's what's going to happen because you just aren't giving yourself a chance or confidence. So it's the same with like a job interview or whatever the situation may be. You know, if you're having that conversation and you really believe in your experience and what you can bring to the table, it doesn't matter what's on the piece of paper. It's all about how you come across that eye contact, that smiling, you know, being personable and making it more of a conversation than, yeah, here's a time when I did this, you know, it's, I would not want to hire someone like that. If you're just, it feels like you're spitting something off of reading it on a piece of paper. So, I mean, yeah, body language is really everything. So now I just, you know, when I'm walking down the hall or anything, you know, don't look down on the at your feet. That's coming across as not confident. It's have your chin up, your head up, and look around the room, smile at people, say hello, how's it going? And it, and it makes a difference because, you know, you just come across as – more people friendly, you know, you know, kind of what you're doing and it kind of just reflects in everything that you do. Those are all great tips on how to come across as confident, but also to build your own confidence. 
um, you know, and, and practicing those those things. Um, how many times do we practice in the mirror, you know, and stand up and do, you know, if it's a speech um, or if we're practicing to do something different. You know, we've talked about with this podcast, getting outside of your comfort zone. Sometimes right. that's difficult, but, you know, standing up straight, having that posture of like, I can do this instead of the defeatist posture. Right. I also think... Um, the positive mantras or the self-talk, which you do before a presentation, you know, that I'm going to stand up tall. I'm going to be proud of what I do. I can do this. All of those positive mantras kind of naturally lift our body up to have better posture and kind of to have a strength when we say them instead of the, oh, I can't do this. This is too hard. So that self-talk and those positive mantras help too. It's being like, you know, not like Eeyore and like Tigger, you know. (laughs) You know, that's what I think about because you hear Eeyore and he's like, oh, no. (laughs) You know, and it's just very negative. So if you come across that way all the time, it's kind of like you're perceived that way and viewed that way. Whereas if you're, you're Tigger, you're bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. He can do anything. He can, you know. Which interesting with their body language, Tigger bounces straight up and down, standing tall, where Eeyore, his head slumps below his shoulders. And his tail is like dragging along or tucked in between. Yeah. I mean, so that sort of starts out, with us when we're young to some degree and you know I don't want to come across as an Eeyore I want to come across as a bright and bold Tigger yes I love that I'm gonna have to use that those pictures to promote this episode because I think that's good and it's yeah it's funny but um Eeyore is a personal um personality type that I have described some of my students because we all have that connection with Eeyore it's very clear what that means and that's a that's a personality type in my world yeah so I I get that I haven't haven't used Tigger as a personality type so maybe I need to start using Tigger but I have used Eeyore well if you think about some of the other characters I mean (laughs) Uh, Winnie the Pooh is sort of kind of like the carefree, you know, <laughs> you know. Where's the next food? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's not that, I don't, he's not, con- it's not that he's not confident. It's just, that's not his personality. Yeah. No. And then you have Piglet who's scared. Like yeah. the. Very kid, anxious. Little, little guy that you know, needs to be behind Pooh in order to do things. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, in everything I can think of, there's always those characters that have the personalities. Um, But, yeah, I'd rather be a bold Tigger than an Eeyore. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, is there anything that you would like to add to this to wrap up or anything that we didn't cover today that you think is important? No, I mean, I think I covered a lot of the things that I personally do and just, you know, it's be cognizant of how you're coming across in a, in, in a room or a situation when you're having a conversation with someone. Um, yeah, I mean, it really is all about your body language, your posture and, you know, the 
more you, you know, stand up straight, eye contact, smile, all those things can really make a difference because oftentimes people size you up in three seconds or it's less than a minute, something like that. So first impressions is everything. And I mean, yeah. So just always be aware of how you're coming across to others and you may not realize it until you're on Skype (laughs) and you see yourself and you're like, wow, I can't believe I sit that way or, you know, but yeah. Yeah. And I definitely recommend to people looking at that TED Talk. Yes. Because I, I do, I mean, it's an interesting listen. You know, it's not too long, but it it definitely is to the point and, and talks to being confident and putting out there what you pe- want people to know. Right. Yeah. He also has a book out there, which I haven't read, but I'm assuming it kind of reflects off of a similar topic, and it's called Presence. Um, so it's one of my, it's on my list of books to read, but I'm, I'm sure it has a lot of more great, helpful tips around, you know, believing in yourself, having that confidence, more of the poses, and, and you know, a lot of great, helpful tips. Great. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't know that she had a book. Yeah, she does. Well, great. Great. Well, Rachel, since you are part of our Facebook community, if anyone has any questions, can they message you in our Facebook community? Yeah, sure. I'd be happy to answer any questions that anyone has. You know, I may not know the answer, but yeah, I'd love to, you know, find out what it is that you're interested in and get back to you. Yeah, and answer it. All right, perfect. Well, thank you, Rachel, for talking with us. A lot of good information, a lot of good things for us to think about as we're in those um, situations, either comfortable or uncomfortable, something new, um, or, you know, presentations personally or professionally. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to sign off for today. Thank you very much for listening to Finding Myself. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for being a, a good sport about this. Yeah, no problem. Technology is always has its moments. All right. We're back. <laughs> it's funny because you're the two screens I have didn't freeze yeah. they didn't freeze at the same point. Oh. So you look like you were looking at each other. Okay. So when we're ready, I'm just gonna, you know, start, but we're just recording right now and we're going to hope for the best.